was like, who's Matilda? I'm on my, it's my colleague's um, uh, Zoom thing, but um, sure. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do All it. All right. Well, it's, it's awesome to see you. It's been so long. What, like at least five years or something, huh? Well, 2016. So that's five years this June. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. How have you been? What you been up to? Well, you know, I've been good. Um, I, you know, working and COVID. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the two major things going on right now. But um, no, I, I found a job this year. So I finished my, yeah, it's, it's nice. So I finished my master's degree in marketing and um, now I'm working full time. So <laughs> in France. Hey, you got your master's too? <laughs> yeah, I got, I got my master's degree um, just this year. So. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And where are you working, where are you working at now? Uh, so I'm a project manager in the food and retail sector. So um, I work in Rouen, which is a small city. I mean, small not that small compared to you know cities in France but right. if you compare it to San Diego it is pretty small um so I work in in a in a small business as a project manager so in the in the retailing industry okay so cool. it's nice it's nice yeah that's good I, I enjoy what I do yeah is it like, is it like how have you been I, I've been good um just still <laughs> in San Diego graduated didn't get a master's but <laughs> I got a job so that was good and uh, that's awesome yeah that's I'm great excited. News. what's up that's cool I yeah. said that's great news yeah yeah it was definitely what are you working in too um safety engineering I uh, got nice. my degree in wow. engineering. <laughs> definitely had that's some miracles news. definitely had some miracles happen there <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm here I'm now. I'm sure so. it wasn't a miracle. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great news. I'm glad. I'm glad you got a job and everything during yeah. this year, especially. Oh yeah, it was like going a, on. such a tough job market. I was sending like hundreds of applications mm -hmm. out. Um, was yeah, it, I bet. Was it, was it tough for you to get a job? Uh, yeah. I mean, I got a job. Um, I got a job in the company that I did my first internship in uh, four oh. years ago. So um, because I was out of, I was all out of ideas, honestly. Uh, you know, I sent a bunch of, of, of resumes and I didn't get much answers. So I, that's when I decided to contact my, my old boss and see if he had any openings. And he did. Um, he had someone going on maternity leave so there I was and so you know it just happened like that but I do feel like the job market was pretty pretty tough um and it still is um yeah for people my age and people looking for jobs I think it's all over the world the same problem right now but yeah it is it is really tough I have some friends you know uh who ended who stopped oh sorry who ended the same master's I did and who yeah. Are struggling to find something to do so um but you know yeah i think i'm, I'm lucky <laughs> it was just a lucky, yeah. lucky i mean i'm sure yeah getting that internship i guess really helped back then um, right yeah yeah i mean it was my first year as i was doing my studies in um in business and it was just my very very first internship it lasted two months oh, wow. <laughs> so so it was just really the first internship that I ever did. And so I just recontacted him and said, hey, yeah, <laughs> room for me. <laughs> yeah, it's like all, sometimes it's all about connections. So 
<laughs> exactly. LinkedIn. <laughs> I LinkedIn. use LinkedIn basically every day. <laughs> I think it's like, so I think it, there should be like way more emphasis on LinkedIn. Like even in high school, yeah, I wish you should have like told us to make one because right we never had any we never had any classes on that um on you know building your 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 connections and your your career (laughs) yeah i (laughs) I think like especially at mission bay high school there's just way too much (laughs) emphasis on like going to college when like probably 20 percent of our school even went to college (laughs) so (laughs) that's rough uh, yeah, but I mean, no, like, but- there's nothing wrong with like getting a career after, but they should have at least like, you know, kind of had classes on what you do after high school instead of going to college. Yeah, there should have been more emphasis on that rather than college essays and sports, right? you know, prom or things that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, plus but- our prom was not that great. <laughs> <laughs> I had fun. You did? I okay. Our prom. okay, maybe well, I-, I mean, I think, I think everyone did. Yeah. I hope. Yeah, yeah. I don't no. know. It, it was fun. It was a fun time. It was a fun time. It's yeah. something you have to live your prom. Right. But yeah, we it was fun, but we should have been focused on maybe some other aspects of our career because I realized that I thought it was going to be so much easier than it is right now. Right. I thought it was just going to flow and be simple, but nope. <laughs> uh, really. Yeah. And just like the amount of time you spend working. It's just crazy. Mm. Your day's like over. <laughs> You're done working and then your day's just over. <laughs> well, hey, I I understand your frustration. You live in San Diego where it's sunny 99% of the year. Whereas me, it's sunny 1% of the year. So, yeah. you know, when you're done with work, you just have to go home in the rain. <laughs> oh, no. Of course, I'm, exa- I'm exaggerating, but yeah. yeah. I get well, that being in San Diego where there's so many fun things to, to do. Yeah. Here too, it's just different. <laughs> it's not gotcha, gotcha. What? So, what area of France uh, is your job in? So, uh, I live in the city called Rouen, <laughs> um, and it's in Normandy. So, okay. it's yeah. on the west. In the west, it's about an hour and a half from Paris to okay. the nice. northwest. Yeah. I've I've been oh, to yeah. Normandy before. When I was uh, little, we had a French au pair. <laughs> <laughs> did she come from normandy uh yeah i forgot what city but it was awesome because her family had a bakery and so like we visited <laughs> her and we got to live in the bakery and like in the morning you would just wake no up and, like, the smell of pastries and then our au pair's parents would just start like stuffing our faces with like a clairs and just yeah usually some people live live in the bakery they live like above yeah it was, it was yeah so above cool. the shop that's amazing I would love having just a bakery right under where I sleep and I could just yeah. wake up and go get some breakfast. oh my god it was such but a cool experience probably wouldn't be good for my health though so. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's great I I remember you had I think I remember you having an au pair yeah her really... name was Julie I do okay yeah. now her name is pretty clear yeah I think having no pair is a great experience though for both parties. yeah definitely helps out my French I don't know how great it is now <laughs> but <laughs> I'm sure you're fine yeah did you I remember Mission Bay did you go to the French classes did you have any French classes uh Bay? yeah I took one year of IB French with Miss Frankel. Frankel. <laughs> yeah. this is all right but 
It could have been better. It was uh, definitely so better. What have you been up to these past five years? These, oh, oh, that's a lot of time. <laughs> it is. Uh, well, I think like the most eventful thing that happened is uh, I went to Senegal for my study. No way. And that was wow. really, that was such a cool experience. Um, I don't know if you've that's ever amazing. been there or like know about Senegal. Um, I mean, I, I know about it. I've never been. I know it's, compl- I mean, it's just a completely different place, you know. Um, that's crazy. So why did you pick Senegal? Um, yeah, so I wanted to go somewhere where I could speak French. And <laughs> I've always wanted to go to Africa and just see like a different part of the world. And I knew like part of me was like, oh, Europe sounds fun. But like, if I go there, I think I'm just going to party the whole time. <laughs> and I kind of <laughs> like want to break from that and just to like immerse in a culture and um it was also really cool because the city I was in called Dakar um it was on the coast so you could surf there and it was just really beautiful um wow and I but the life is the life is pretty different though it's like a it's a, it's a shock yeah know? yeah it's, it, shock. <laughs> it's very yeah it's very different and like it's surprising I thought way more people actually spoke French there but um, it's pretty much only like the wealthier people who speak French there. So I probably should have guessed. And um, the main language they speak there is called like Wolof and it's like a West African language. Um, so like, if you would even go t- like 30 minutes inland, like no one would really speak French anymore. Like people would know like a few words in French and that's it. But that, did you learn the, the local language then? Like uh, uh, barely. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, enough well, to get, that's like, amazing. You know. I think it's great. I think it's great that you picked, you know, a place that not many people pick, you know, when they go abroad, they usually go to Europe or, you know, Australia or, you know, Asia. And you picked, I think that's amazing. That's great. I, I'm sure you learned a ton. Did you yeah. A year? I went for, for a semester, months. a semester. But yeah, it's just like super that's humbling. Awesome. Just really like made me appreciate what I had. And, mm-hmm. um, I bet. I would love to go visit again. Um, were you well, maybe uh, once this COVID thing is over? <laughs> ah, yeah, I know. I know. We're getting close. We're getting close. Um, how was your college experience in France? And like, I also um, wondered, like, why did you end up going back to France for college? I'm sure we talked about it at some point, but I, can't remember I think we had many conversations yeah. <laughs> about that. But I mean, I went back because. Well, first of all, um, college in America is just insanely expensive (laughs) and I wasn't really ready to be in debt, you know, starting my adult life and starting my career, career. Um, But it wasn't just that. It was also that, you know, I had always lived in this bicultural American French culture and I, I, I had always lived in America, but I wanted to get to know how is it living in France? I would go twice a year for vacation, but living and being on a vacation somewhere is not the same. So I really just wanted to kind of get the best of both worlds, you know, and just um, live there and then see which one I'd rather live in later. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. And, uh... but um, yeah, I think I, I think I made a good decision in, in that sense. I just, I felt like I needed to at the time. I needed yeah. to go back. I mean, not back because I had never been, but I needed to go there yeah, and live like, there and experience. The discover your there. roots a little bit. I'm sure you have like family there too, right? Yeah, absolutely. I have I have my family around. Um, 
my grandparents. My dad is still there. My dad is still in San Diego with my stepsister. Okay. Um, with my with my half sister, sorry. And my mom moved back here a couple oh, of years nice. ago with my with my stepdad and my stepbrothers, and so um, I do have my whole family here. Um, but my college experience was was pretty cool. Um, I went abroad too for a year in Spain. I went to Spain because I wanted to really. Um, I mean, I spoke a bit of Spanish before, but yeah. I really wanted to perfect it. Um, and so I went to Leon, <laughs> which is a really small town. Um, yeah. It's four hours from Madrid, so gotcha. to the north. Gotcha. Um, and it was an amazing experience. I mean, at first it was tough. I'm not going to lie to you. It was really hard, um, you know, because I had moved to France. And then a year later, I moved back. You know, it was just a yeah. lot of moving. And I just wanted to stay somewhere for a little yeah. bit. So it was really tough. But it ended up being an amazing experience. Like you said, humbling. And I think I grew so much there. I mean, you just learned so much about yourself and right. about other cultures and even in terms of language. So that was great. And then um, I came back and I finished my master's and here we are. <laughs> yeah. But I think college is very different here. Yeah. I mean, I think it's two different worlds <laughs> completely. <laughs> I know, because I think a lot of, like, college in the U.S. is about the experience and, like, not, <laughs> right. not having fun, partying. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I guess making those connections, <laughs> but, yeah, a lot of it is the experience. Um, so, in, in France, was it more just, like, did you live on campus or did you live? No, you, it, it doesn't really work that way. It's kind of, they separate, they separate the you know your home where you live and the school it's much different you don't live in your school you don't live for your school it's um so i mean there are activities you know there are associations there are um fun activities you you, you party of course you party um plus i was in a business school and yeah. business schools have kind of that <laughs> reputation here yeah. <laughs> but it's much different um and you i mean there is a lot of a, a focus on, you know, working and there's a lot of competition, um, especially in business again. And the schools are way smaller too because the schools are specialized. As in like, for example, if you go to UCLA, you can study medicine or you can study history. Whereas here, usually, you know, there's a school of business, there's a school for medicine, there's a school for engineering, you know, it's just it's very separated in that sense. So. Gotcha. You're kind of you can't really you know I, I miss I, I thought about it because when I came to visit in February of 2017 which was four years ago I went to UCLA um, to visit my my best friend and I just thought wow this is so different she can talk to people who are doing completely different studies than her who are yeah. in completely different you know um grades whereas here it's it's very like like I'm in the fourth year you're first year so you stick with the first year so I don't know how it is in the U.S. but um that's how it is here kind of and I just miss being able to mix around with other people not just right, migrate right. and not just in business so you kind <laughs> yeah. of just like stick to your class your classes and you're like always in the business yeah, yeah. it's kind of annoying yeah <laughs> you just you want more sometimes you want to see other people who are doing something different <laughs> you know? right no I get what you're saying um 
I guess that could be more of like the U.S. experience, but you definitely pay for it. <laughs> you definitely exactly pay. it's different. Yeah. yeah, like, do you mind if I mind asking how much you paid for uh, like your college in France? <laughs> well, I no, of course not. Um, well, it's that that's the thing is that it's, it for here for France, it's so expensive. I mean, I paid ten thousand euros for my first three years, and oh. then sixteen thousand for my master's. So here it's like, oh my God, but for you, it's peanuts, you know, right, right. <laughs> it's nothing at all. Yeah. So that's really interesting to see the difference in perception. Here people are like, what? You paid that much to go to college? <laughs> and you paid how much? Yeah, uh, a lot. <laughs> it was <laughs> bit like, uh, like around 30 a year. So see, that's insane. That is completely yeah. crazy. So you say that to someone here and they're just going to freak out. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. So, but, um, so what made you like your school so expensive for France? Uh, well, business schools in, okay. because, okay, so they're private because private schools are always more expensive than if you go to regular university, which I guess is the equivalent of, um, of, of, you know, like, how do you call that? Like for example, Mesa College, I don't know, Mesa College, college. for example, and community, thank you, community college and bigger universities, state universities, you know, right. I think that's the difference. And so here it was, it's expensive because it's, you know, it's business school and um, we had to go abroad. So there was this whole um, international aspect that isn't necessarily present in all the other schools. So yeah, but mostly what makes them expensive is that they're just private and that they could go to the university and get um, a degree there. But it's not the same level of, um, well, of course, it's not the same payment, but um, it's not the same level of, you know, what, what you get, you get just, I, I'm not going to say better. I don't know if it's better because I didn't go to the university, but it's just, it's just different. Um, again, right, and I'm more sure that international experience. Yeah, I'm sure that funding like makes a difference in your courses and like the programs they do. So, well, they put what they say makes a difference is that it makes a difference because you have access to the whole alumni. We were talking about connections earlier, and you really get. I think it's some. It's also a part of image. I mean, perhaps if you go to the university and if you go to a business school, you're going to get the same level of education. It's right. just a matter of saying, "I'm I come from this school," yeah. you know. Which is which I find I find kind of um what's the word? <laughs> uh I find it unfair for some yeah, that you know works. who don't have the money to. Right. And when recruiters look at their resume and you see someone coming from this school or someone from the university, maybe they're gonna make their choice just based on what's written there. Right. But I I, I guess that's what makes the difference too, is the image that yeah. comes out of it. But um if you can I was lucky to be able to, to and yeah, yeah. had a great experience, but I'm sure university is great as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when you decided to do business, did you ever think you were going to end up in the food industry? No, I had no idea. I, I started, so there was just these whole years of me thinking I wanted, I wanted to be, um, sorry, I'm, it's hard. I speak French every day, all day. Yeah, I'm like, I you're doing great in English. English. Like, English <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to be a, ah, oh, darn it, you know, in the plane, <laughs> uh, an air. A flight attendant? 
that's a flight attendant. Yeah. That was for a little while. And okay. then I really wanted to <laughs> really wanted to work in medicine, you know, um pediatrician or something. Yeah. I even did an internship at Kaiser. Um oh. I mean an internship. It's a, it's not like a week of observation, you know, it's not it's not really an internship. I know. But and then I realized that medicine was probably not what I was meant for because okay. you know, um I am kind of a hypochondriac so maybe not the great way to go <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but and then you know I just decided hey business kind of not really knowing what it was going to bring me um just more of I'm international you know I like human relationships and I just started that and I had no clue no idea I literally decided I wanted to work in the food and retail industry just maybe a year ago <laughs> that's when it really hit me that I wanted to work in that but you know I it, I guess I just needed to give myself some time you know and you go through the internships and you go through the education and then you just realize hey this is really what I want to do and I love to eat <laughs> I love marketing um I love just I love retailing just because it makes me feel close to the consumers because they're just like me, you know, whereas luxury and all, it's, it's different. I wouldn't really feel like I'm like them in a way. So I really liked retailing and then, and then I um, specialized it in food retailing because, well, it's awesome. I love to eat. I love food. I love, you know, right, right. <laughs> that's how, <laughs> that's how I decided. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's so nice. Cause with like a business degree, you kind of have a lot of options and you could pretty much go into any industry yeah. um so you can always like yeah. move around too and just like try different things but it sounds like you're enjoying your job right now so like what do you do on the day-to-day -day in your like marketing job like what goes into food marketing so so here so i um it's a it's a business that is a consulting business so it, we work with international companies um, from the UK, from Ireland, from America, and we're going to help them develop themselves on the French market. Gotcha. So right now, for example, I'm working with an American company for Kefir. Um, I'm working with an, you know, Kefir is, it's, um, I drink it sometimes. Fermented, yeah. you do, <laughs> great. It's like fermented milk. Um, it tastes kind of like a, a yogurt to drink. Um, and then I work in for with Irish um, Irish fishermen who um, do marinated fish. And then I work with a juice company. I work with Little Moon, which is a mochi, you know, little ice cream mochis, um, yeah. a Japanese dessert who yeah. are in the UK. And so basically, you um, well, you first have to look at the French market and say to yourself, hey, um, is there room for this kind of product? Product. Uh, do people enjoy this kind of product you know what are the where do you sell it and then you just you have to build the whole strategy behind it the whole marketing strategy the communication the the logistics that go behind it and then you just have to contact retailers and say and sell your product basically so it, it's it's a lot of different missions that i have to do and that's why it's interesting to me um and without covid i would have already been to chicago or to dublin you know <laughs> Oh yeah, um, because you go and you yeah, because you go and you see your oh, clients. That's so cool. Um, so that's, <laughs> that's also what I is. what I love about it. Well, I hope soon. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy though, because you have to kind of like understand like what the country or what France is like feeling right now yeah. in terms of food and just like evaluating that. Because I'm like, exactly. Because I can't see like 
how French people could change their breakfast routine, like <laughs> Nutella and baguette or whatever. Like that is just like no. a staple. Oh like, my goodness. You no, it changes. Breakfast food or has it been like, does the food kind of what people eat evolve in France? I think it, it has. I think it has yeah. because we have more and more, you know, vegan products, yeah. which is something that did come from the U.S. Um, yeah. And we have, you know, a lot more, you know, gluten-free or, so, so I think things are changing, you know, you see someone, you imagine a French person eating their baguette with butter every morning, but that's, I think it changes, you know, we have um, another client with my colleagues is granola, for example, or, you know, we're, we're trying to bring, and, and our business specializes in, you know, healthy kind of trendy foods, um, for example, things that you don't see every day on the French market, so that's why we try to differentiate ourselves and bring in new things. Um, but it's super interesting. It's, it's tough, it's stressful because you have so much that you have to deal with on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, logistics, and I'm not an expert in logistics. I'm not an expert in, you know, buying and purchasing, but you have to um, touch base with all these different aspects, but it's super interesting. And, right um I do really enjoy it <laughs> yeah and like do you I guess the, I'm sure there's times where like people pitch you a product and then you're like oh this is like not gonna work like how do you break it to them <laughs> well that's that's the job of my colleague um okay. she works for the so she's the business developer so she's the one who's really so she comes to me and tells me I have a new client for you but I have I had the same question that you did and I asked her yeah. Do we say yes to everyone? Because some might be, you know, really not fitted for the French market. And she says, no, we don't say yes to everyone. You know, we, we examine it. We, we look online and we read magazines to see could this product potentially work. And we just use our, you know, our, our, what we know um, and what we are experienced to say, I don't think you're going to, you're going to work here. And so, and then we say no to some, but <laughs> I don't yeah. think it's a majority. But, okay, um, okay. But yeah, you're, you can't, you can't just, you can't just say yes to every right. random. You know, you have to, it has work. to be an educated yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just glad you don't have to do that, Jock. Because I, I would have trouble being like, you know, your product just doesn't. No. Work here. <laughs> like, I would have trouble saying that to someone. Um, yeah, I so get it. Yeah. Get so, it. how do you go about like marketing? Do you do you like make the ads, or do you decide where the ads are going to get posted? Um, it depends because we don't really have much to say in terms of the way the client, because we're basically the intermediaries between the French buy, retail buyers and our clients. Right. So I'm not a marketing executive for them. I work kind of in between. So gotcha. we don't really have much to say on their packaging or we don't really have much to say on the way that they do advertisements or their flavors, for example. For example. Um, but we do, we can definitely... Um, we can definitely uh, wor work in terms of how we're going to advertise this product in France, but we do have to stick with their ways of doing, you know, with their packaging, their colors, their things. But um, for example, we do a lot of Instagram. So next week I have to launch the Instagram um, account for one of my clients. And so I will be the one in charge of that, you know, for example, um, or for example, flyers or, um, other other ads I sent I recently sent some samples to a Instagram blogger so I can I can decide what I do with 
you know, the marketing side of the France, but you also have to keep in mind their budget, you know, in terms of, we can't really have a full billboard on the street that's too expensive. So you have to, you do have to, um, you can have ideas, but they have to confirm them. You know, they have to say, okay, we can do that or we can't. And that's kind of frustrating sometimes because you, you know, it's a good idea and you just wish they could, but, or right. they don't have the budget or they don't agree or, you know, um, so that's my, my job in terms of marketing. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. So, so like, what's your title at the company, like marketing officer or something? No, no project manager. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. That sounds fancy. So. <laughs> <laughs> your job sounds fancy too. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, that's, that's like really interesting though. Just like kind of evaluating uh, the whole French food market and then like getting, trying to get them into stores in France. Um, do you the best go- part is tasting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you get to taste too? Oh, of course. Yeah, they oh. send you. They send you their, their They send you samples. <laughs> I always get huge boxes of food to taste. <laughs> I'd just be like, um, you know what? I don't think I really know the taste yet. Send me some more. Or yeah. it got lost. I never received it. Can you please send me more? <laughs> I would love to, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's the that's a great part too. <laughs> gotcha. And like after your work day have you been able to like do anything for fun or very funny Simon. <laughs> i'm just kidding but uh you know i mean i would love to i would love to hop on in the movies or go to the restaurant right. but uh everything is closed here so oh yeah dang because I think, I think that france and the united states deal with it very differently yeah yeah um i don't know there's I the US I think just like screwed so many companies like financially like the way France dealt it by like giving money to companies instead of like and then shutting them down and then in the US just like shutting them down and not giving them any money but then like having the whole curfew thing in France at six sounds like oh such a drag crazy (laughs) well I feel like the United States didn't close many many shops or restaurants so I feel like everything's open and everyone lives the same way Oh, okay. Yeah, well, California then is just open everywhere. <laughs> well, California was actually closed more. Like there was a point where the restaurants uh, closed and they were just outdoor. Then you had to put shield for like a few weeks. You had to oh. put shields in between them. And then they just closed restaurants completely. And I felt so bad for all like the restaurant owners because yeah, of like, they had planned for all these like new changes and they were down for it, but then they had to close completely and they had already invested in that. So like a lot of them are go- have gone out of business. I don't know if you remember yeah. Sweet Plantation, but they're oh. gone. They're no. gone. And there's so many. And, like, <laughs> the yeah, like if the government had compensated them, then that would like make more sense to shut them down. But if you're like taking people's livelihoods away, right. um, doesn't make as much I mean- sense. Here they they got compensation, but it's yeah. nothing compared to the money that they could have made. So right. some even even with the compensation had to close because it's been uh, what it's been I, a year six months. Well, they reopened this uh, summer okay. some, the restaurants, but gotcha. then they closed back up in I don't want to say something stupid, but I think it was in September or October that they closed back down, and they haven't been open since. Um, and they're allowed to do takeaway, you know, but yeah less people makes do that, of course yeah. yeah um and all the small boutiques of you know um clothes or anything they're closed and they don't have the the money behind to you know 
to stay open. So it's just, it's super sad. Um, but then again, I don't know what the government should have done because if they left them open, I mean, the case that, you know, so it's just, it's really tough. It's a tough decision, but I do feel like living in California right now and living where I'm living is just totally different because <laughs> we barely leave our house, you know? Yeah. And like the, the curfew is crazy. Like you have to be yeah. like home by six o'clock, right? You have to be home by six o'clock and lately and now we're on lockdown. So that means that oh, no. you have to have the paper signed if you go above 10 kilometers from where you live. Holy moly. So, so yeah, so it's, and it's been that way for, for quite a while. And with the curfew, you had to have that paper if you were out of your house after six and then before 6 a.m. the next morning. Um, yeah. But now we're just locked down. Everything's closed, um, restaurants, shops. Uh, everything so what do you you know I just yesterday was the weekend so I just went on a walk you know but right. what, what else are you gonna do I can't go 10 kilometers of- <laughs> <from my house. laughs> so it's pretty yeah it's pretty tough yeah but- yeah I'm have has uh have you been able to like get a vaccine since you work in the food industry or is that mm. no no because here they here it works in the and this makes me very mad <laughs> but um here the vaccines first of all are super slow yeah. um and i don't know i mean i don't know what they did but they did yeah they did really bad <laughs> yeah. uh and so here um the vaccine there it's starting to increase but it's just very slow and so you have to be 65 or older to get the vaccine or you have to have a very like an illness that requires, you know, at very high risk, for example. Um, but so I haven't been able to get it yet. Um, my grandparents have, so that's already, you know, a good, a good, a good thing. How is the vaccine going in the U in the U S? I feel like everyone. I feel like you could get it, right? Yeah, I'm actually getting my second dose um, in a few days. So. That's amazing. What yeah. Pfizer? Uh, Moderna. That's great. That's yeah, I'm not super excited for the reaction that comes after because I heard it. You can be sick for a few days after, but well, uh, you weren't sick after the first one, so why would you I, be sick after this? One? Apparently, the second one is supposed to like. Worse. Yeah, everyone I know has been like sick in some sort of way, but I well, heard my grandparents who are 80. Yeah, got both, and they didn't even have like not even a headache or anything. Really? So, Maybe I'll be yeah. lucky. I did hear. <laughs> that like if your immune system is like good or like really good and if you're younger you tend to have a stronger reaction because like your immune system oh, really? reacting more to like oh, they put okay. in you uh so so we'll see but um at least <laughs> I'll be immune and then i won't have to like worry about anything after exactly. just I think worry about great. infecting anyone um, so how come you can get vaccinated um so i with my job i was like a contractor for hospitals oh, so, okay um so it's basically over there it's they're vaccinating older people but if you have a certain job you can so um, it started with like um essential health workers so anyone who worked in like hospitals or were like treating covid patients or just um certain essential services were treated but now right um pretty much i think in like a week or something anyone will be able to get it I'm not 100% right. sure about that, but I, I think it's like in a week or two. Any, any. That would be amazing. That's yeah. great. And I think like we're going to have like 
a surplus of vaccines soon so we'll probably like the us will probably end up like shipping them to wherever i hope yeah i would love that yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean i hope france will be at that stage in you know a couple months or so because there are so many people that want to get vaccinated but that can't you know um and i find that just so ridiculous and it just makes me so mad but yeah. I can't really do anything. <laughs> so, so do you just end up like binging a lot of Netflix at home or <laughs> uh, after work? Well, you know, I, I do work a lot. Um, okay. I have some long days. So after, you know, I, I love cooking. I love reading. Um, and, um, but you know, then again, during the weekend, what you do is you go grocery shopping and then you go maybe for a little walk or something. Um, and that's nice. Right now, the, the weather has been pretty good. So I'm enjoying that. Um, you know, you try to, I try to work out a little bit. <laughs> you try to just yeah. change your habits, but your life, my life isn't the most interesting one. Right yeah, now. I mean, for everyone, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> you know? Yeah. What about, what about, your dating? <laughs> what about your dating life? How's that been? <laughs> In well, um, I've been with someone for the past four years oh wow we recently just yeah and we recently just moved into this new apartment in January so I I am really really lucky in that sense that even though there was COVID I did get kind of silver lining and being able to move into a new apartment and getting a job and um but yeah I've been with um someone since 2016 when I came back from the U.S. <laughs> it didn't take long. that's crazy damn and you're living and you? together uh yeah I have a girlfriend so it's like very nice right now um great I'm glad yeah. I'm really happy very, very far from like having her move in with me but <laughs> <laughs> well uh, take it slow you know yeah, it, yeah. Four, it years, four years four years before we moved in together <laughs> but, but luckily yeah like there's no there hasn't been any like reason for me not to see her because of COVID so that's been great but uh, yeah, she lives in San Diego. Then you guys must live in the same city. Then. Yeah, yeah, she, she lives in San Diego too. Yeah, that makes it easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for that sure. I feel bad though because uh, I was talking to Victor. Uh, you know Victor Manuri. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, and he's just like he's single right now, and I'm feeling bad for him <laughs> living in. Uh, no. uh, well, um, he was just saying like I guess he, dating like, is hard. Yeah, especially yeah, right now. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> And, and he was telling uh -oh. me like whenever he would see like I guess other girls and whatever social thing he was doing like being COVID low-key that they were like exactly. all in a relationship none of them were single <laughs> yeah, well maybe some make that excuse up so that they won't really you know with COVID they maybe want to say hey can you stay a little bit further away from me <laughs> no I yeah dating is really really tough um I mean, I feel bad for all the, you know, the single people lately because they, I mean, they're all alone um, and you can't, you know, usually the places where you would go and I guess meet people is, you know, in bars or um, in social outings and we have zero <laughs> lately. So it's right. a tough, it's a tough time to be, to be single and wanting to date. Right. Um, Do you like, hopefully. have people been using like dating apps in France and like, yeah yeah i feel like they have a lot more i feel like they have a lot more i mean i have a friend who's just always on um on, on these apps and um i i feel yeah covid i think has definitely made those dating apps um turnover go up yeah, <laughs> so yeah for sure. i guess that they're happy 
because yeah that's the only way that people can you know that they can meet otherwise where are you going to meet at the grocery shop <laughs> at the grocery <laughs> store <laughs> not really very romantic <laughs> yeah just like going but then again even even with dating apps I would be kind of afraid to see someone that I barely know you know right. with COVID say, yeah where has he you know where has they been where have they been or you know um it's still kind of weird but I guess it works for some people yeah do you know if they've like if people have actually like met up after um... yeah yeah they do yeah they they do and that's what kind of shocks me but you know it's my my opinion and right but yeah it would be I think I would have a really hard time doing that yeah I'm sure people are like yeah just like stir crazy though like well, at some point when you're at home like that long and you're by yourself you're just like like I don't care anymore no like, that's for uh, sure yeah I mean that's for sure and it's really sad because um I mean I'm, I'm going to talk about something really terrible but suicide rates have gone up in terms of students who live you know in, in very small apartments and you know yeah. so it's, it's really it's an awful time um it really is and people are, are manifesting outside and saying you have to open schools you have to do this but right. it's also tough for the government because I mean it's just it's just a horrible time to be alive man it's just I'm, I'm so tired of this <laughs> yeah yeah I, yeah I'm like hoping people can like try to find the positives from it but it's like hard because you don't no you're right you're right yeah yeah it's hard to know what's the right option because like is it better like in the long term to like try to have things open or like I don't know because it was crazy like I know I know in like Florida they were maybe like shut down for only like a week total <laughs> wow <laughs> but like but, but um they're like deaths were like like average in the U.S. even though they were open the whole time and they have like the oldest population there so like maybe they were doing something like staying open <laughs> wasn't as bad or I I don't know but um, <laughs> it'll be it'll be really weird know. to like look back and like we have kids or whatever just tell them about like yeah. happen <laughs> during no I think you're right that we do have to see the positive I mean I was kind of exaggerating when I say it's horrible I mean um like I said I have to be thankful for what I have and other people are in horrible situations my family is in good health I'm in good health I you know I have a job so I really can't say that it's horrible I really can't that would be just insensitive but what I mean is that it's just um, it's just difficult in terms of human relationships because I haven't seen, yeah. I, ha I was supposed to come to, to San Diego last May, um, but obviously it was <laughs> not possible. Right. But you know, it's just, I'm, my dad lives in San Diego. I, I haven't seen him for almost two years. Wow. Um, my best friend as well. My grandparents, you know, I barely see them because you, you want to protect them. So I just mean it in that sense. It's just hard because um, you can't really see the ones you love and you can't really be close to them. But um, I totally agree that you have to find the positive and you have to find something to do like you did, I guess, with your podcast and you just, you know, you took COVID and you turned it into something that could be fun. And um, I think that's great. So I, yeah, I've, I've, I'm, I've been cooking, you know, just reading a lot of books, as many books as I can a week and you know, just trying to find something different to do. Um, right. Right. but we'll get through it <laughs> yeah and, and everyone's gonna be like so appreciative of everything and I hope after this yeah I hope I hope it's everywhere we all love each other like <laughs> yay group uh, hug yeah. <laughs> yeah I want the biggest yeah. group hug after this is over <laughs> right I know. Yeah, yeah I wish there could be a high school reunion soon though yeah I would love that so much that could be cool but um 
but I don't know if it comes, I mean, I think maybe five years is too soon. I think it's usually much, many more years after that they happen. I don't know how it works, but um, yeah. I would love that, honestly. <laughs> I, I wish, I, I hope that in August I can come. Yeah. Um, I'm really crossing my fingers that, you know, we can air travel again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Travel, that we can travel, just travel. Definitely. Um, we'll definitely have to catch up if you come by. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I don't know if you knew the name of this podcast is 30 and under. So like towards the end of the podcast, I ask every person, um, like, what is their goal that they want to achieve before they turn 30? Wow. Um, well, I would say that's tough. <laughs> that's a yeah. tough question. There's so much I want to think about it. Um, sometimes. Well, before I turn 30, I, I want to travel a lot more. I want to have, you know, seen a lot more different countries and um, have experienced a lot, many more things. I, I want to really build a, a career, you know. Um, I mean, I have a full-time job right now, but it's a, it's, a, it's a terminated contract. So it ends in August or maybe it'll continue. I don't know yet. But I really want, you know, to have an international career where I can travel and meet different people. You know, I do, I want to start a family also before I'm 30. I think that would be one of my really main goals per, in terms of personal life. Yeah. Um, but I think those are already pretty big goals before I turn 30. I mean, I'm 22. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess just do something, just do the things I love, be around the people I love and yeah, just be happy, I guess, happier than I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure that's all gonna come. I'm sure that's all gonna come. But, I hope so. Yeah, those are those are great goals. And uh I hope you can come to come to San Diego soon. We can hang out. Oh, I would love to. That's literally all I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about in and out. I'm thinking about the beach, Lost Street, Pump House. I'm just I'm <laughs> I just I really need to go back yeah. soon, really soon for yeah. my sanity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, do you want to give any shout outs to anyone or shout out anything you're doing before we end this? <laughs> uh, shout out to, you know, my entire family. Shout out to Graciela. She knows who she is. <laughs> shout out to, to all the all the Mission Bay people that I went to school with um, and that I remember. And, you know, I remember all the crazy times we had. And um, yeah, shout out to, to everyone that is around me, I guess. <laughs> and shout out to you for doing this awesome podcast and (laughs) thanks thanks um, yeah and thanks for thinking of me yeah of course it was like awesome to have you on hopefully we can do this again great would love to all right (laughs) bye emily (laughs) bye simon